Hi guys, it's Giselle with you here today. I just wanted to welcome everyone to Redeemed LA's Encounter podcast. Um, today we're actually going to be talking about a really interesting topic. At least I thought it was really interesting. It's called Unbelieving Believers. And um, I'm here with Diane, Jenny, and uh, House. And we're going to be talking about how sometimes, um, you know, we think that we're solid on in our faith. We think that everything's good because we come to church and we go through the motions, right? I sit down, I listen to the prayer, I listen to the, the alabanza or like, sorry, the worship, <laughs> and then I listen to the preaching and I think, okay, I got everything checked off, I'm good to go, my soul is doing great. But what we don't realize is, you know, we're not exercising our faith just by coming and sitting by, sitting in a chair. We, we need to grow past that and, um, and sometimes we think like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing great because I come to church every day. I don't miss a service and I, and I do everything I, I got to do. I serve everything. But um, even the most, uh, you know, the, the, the most famous people in the Bible, you know, struggled with their faith. And we as modern Christians, it's so easy for us to, you know, forget where we stand with God because of so much distractions in in the real world. Um, so we want. I wanted to start out with that topic. Jenny, do you want to do you want yes. to take it away? Um, so Matthew fourteen twenty five. Uh, this is deci- the disciples and Jesus. It says, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and saw and said. It is a ghost and they cried out in fear but immediately he spoke to them saying take courage it is i do not be afraid and and then so peter goes out in the water and and it says but when he saw the effects of the wind he was frightened and he began to sink and he cried out lord save me immediately jesus jesus extended his hand and caught him saying to him Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And basically, I wanted to include this in as an example was because the disciples, they were with Jesus all the time. They were, I was telling Giselle that, that, or Giselle was actually telling me like, like when you're, when you're friends with someone, you already know who that person is. Like, like even when they're walking or even when you sit in front of them, you know, like, oh, that's so-and-so. But, and you would expect the disciples to also, um, like relate to that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And recognize them. Yeah. yeah. And, but at this moment, as I liked what Giselle was saying, that we get so caught up in like our real life, not real lives, but we get caught up in like our personal lives because it says that it says here that Peter saw how the effects of the wind, like he mm-hmm. saw what he was seeing with his own eyes and he wasn't really focusing on, on Jesus at the moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What I think is really, I actually find two things really interesting in, in, you know, the example that you give me, that you're giving us. Um, the first thing is that, like you said, they weren't able to recognize him. And usually, you know, even if you're, you have bad vision, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I were to take off my glasses and see one of you guys standing all the way across the church, I would be able to recognize you just by your silhouette, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, that, that's true for most people. Like if I'm close to you, I can recognize you just by your silhouette. So it's really fascinating that these guys who spend night and day, night and day, night and day, day after day after day, c- 
can't physically recognize Jesus as he's walking across the water to them. And instead they call him a ghost, which I think is like, how, how, can, you, how can you not recognize the person you're with every day? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy to me that like uh, that that happened in the first place. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Like I feel like it's also just having the label of like, oh, I'm a follower of Jesus, or like at the time, like if you're spending time with someone for so long, that's your friend right there. But are you just with someone just because you just want the label of like, oh, I'm their friend? Like, would you recognize like 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 most of the kids like they're like we're like close to Danny but the outsiders are like oh yeah he's my friend but I'm like but have you spoken to him like have you like gotten to know him or like with either one of us and I can see like in another example like the prodigal son he lived with his father in a spiritual sense that was God like Mm -hmm. us living with God and then but he wasn't living a life of a true believer because he was like okay God like you give me all that you have and I'm gonna walk into the world and but there's so much like extension to how God could cover you to like in while, I, while you're in the world right like sometimes we think like oh yeah it's fine I'm not gonna go to church this Sunday or like it, it starts becoming a habit where we're like okay like yeah Jesus still loves me he's he's wherever I'm at you know like yeah, that's a very I am the church <laughs> yeah like basically we're yeah. like oh yeah um church is not these four walls it's everywhere and it's like no sometimes like that takes us out and that's what makes us just have the label of being a christian Mm -hmm. and you know what i feel like a lot of people take this verse out of context too it's super famous obviously everyone knows this verse john 3 16 right for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life Right, so many people like read these verses like, "Oh, that's it. I'm dropping everything. I'm gonna be a full-on fledged Christian." Right? Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people take that and he's like, "Okay, let me believe in Christ for X amount of months or X amount of days." Right? But then they always like try and neglect, like not try and neglect, but they always focus on the materialistic things they have. Mm-hmm. A lot of celebrities I would like to say, like, was it always like have this um this idea is like, oh, like um they always have this thing of saying as like, oh, if I believe in God and believe in Christ. I'm good. Like, yeah. was it like a lot of these celebrities? They always look at the things that they have, and obviously it perverts them and changes their minds. Like, are they really believing what the scripture says, or what, are they really believing in what God wants for them? Yeah. Which I just think, like, was it like not only that we have to accept the Lord into our lives, but also as well be able to persevere and be able to prevail going through with God what, what He wants for us. And another thing, like, dude, like you set me up for my verse. Thank you. <laughs> Like, literally, like, I would take this verse when I was younger, because, like, when I was younger, I wasn't, like, so spiritual in my life. Mm -hmm. I was, like, it was mostly, like, you're forced to go to church. So it's 1 Corinthians 10, 23. It's all things are allowed, um, you say, but not all things are good. So what is that saying? I would use that as an excuse to be, like, God allows me to do whatever Whatever I want. want. He still loves me. (laughs) And like when people ask you, and that's what an unbelieving like believer is. It's like when people ask you like, oh, what are you? Are you Catholic? And then you're like, no, I'm a Christian. And they're like, really? Are you sure? Like what I've seen from Christians, they don't do this. They don't do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh no, but God gives you free will. (laughs) Like, you know, that was my favorite, like, if it there was a model for me when i was like in my teen years is god gives us free will but it's like sometimes it's not it's not like that then we become like samson 
mm-hmm. like where he's like he would only yeah like he would just use his powers like when he wanted to mm-hmm. when, when he was a- yeah when he was angry when he was like oh i'm gonna show off like what i have and it's like that's not how it is mm-hmm. that's, that's so true and um going back a little bit to what what house was saying um you reminded me of there's this in Matthew 19 uh, verses 21 to 23 it talks about this rich man who comes up to Jesus and he's and he's like oh Jesus I want to follow you I want to you know I want to be wherever you go take me with you and Jesus says okay give away all your possessions and then come follow me and he's like wait what I can't do that you know I I, I have my dad I have my family I, I can't give it all up to go follow you yeah and Jesus is like okay well i mean that's what it takes to have treasure in the heaven uh if you want to do it do it and then the guy it says in verse 22 it says then the young man heard this he went away in sorrow because he had great wealth and he wasn't willing to give it up for jesus Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not the fact that he didn't want to give it up for jesus but sometimes you know we're like oh my gosh you know i have this this great job or this great you know thing in the world and we allow that to take more importance than our faith to Jesus. So we just become like, like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm Christian, but you know, it's it's okay if 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 I don't know, like hot topics, like if it's okay if if um, girls get abortions, it's their body, their choice. Yeah. Or oh, I'm Christian, but like oh, I I don't really believe in like oh that you know homosexualism is a sin or something like that you know it doesn't have to be riches Mm -hmm. physical riches but it could be like oh i'm using what i believe in convenience Mm. for me and Mm -hmm. i'm not willing to let it go for the truth yes jenny um and a verse to kind of back up on what you guys were saying is matthew 15 8 through 9 um I really like this version. It says, um, these people make a big show of saying the right thing, but their heart isn't in it. They act like they're worshiping me, but they do do not mean it. They just use me as a cover for teaching whatever suits their fancy. Like basically what Giselle's saying, like we just, we kind of just like use it to our convenience where we just were Christian, but until like something that we don't agree with happens. And but yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I think that's honestly, you literally <laughs> got it right on the nose. You know, um, sometimes we use it to our convenience, and that's mm-hmm. what an unbelieving believer does. Because then they're like, they're just swayed by whatever hits their fancy. You know, whatever yeah. the modern trend is, or whatever yeah. you know is 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 going on in the in the world. They're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Like, and it's. It's unfortunate because you know, as as believers, we need to stand faith in, uh, sorry, strong in our faith. Like yeah. we can't, we have to be like that. That what does that verse say? We have to be trees that are root, rooted deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, what is the verse in? in um, Serán como árboles plantados juntos a corrientes de agua viva. Let me translate it in English. <laughs> uh, they shall be like trees that are um, firmly planted near living waters that give fruit at their time and their leaves do not fall. And what does that what does that really mean? If a, a tree that is deeply planted, that means that their roots are going way, way, way deep, but they're not just planted anywhere. They're, they're planted where? Near currents of living water. And mm-hmm. what is water? The word. Mm-hmm. So if we're not planted near the word, then we're just 
unbelieving believers because we're just believing by by name and not actually by faith. Yes, Jenny. And it's Psalms 1-3, and along with it, um, the AMP version, it says, tree firmly planted and fed. So it's not only that you're planted by the word, it's that you're constantly being mm-hmm. fed, you're constantly mm-hmm. reading so that your faith can be built on upon that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like... like most Christians are not like that. We wish we could be like that, but sometimes it's not that easy. Yeah, that's and true. like sometimes we like going by emotions, mm-hmm. like straight up, like being a hundred percent. We're we're mostly touched by emotions. We're mostly like, oh no, but like he hurt my feelings, and like no, I'm I'm not gonna talk to that person <laughs> anymore. Or like, oh yeah like um i hate them or like this and that they did wrong but it's like no that's not what the word tells us so it's like like an unbelieving believer goes by emotions and they're like oh no but it's fine if she does it it's not hurting me Mm -hmm. if it's not hurting me that but it's like but aren't we one body though Mm -hmm. like we have to all like focus on what the word says or else we're just gonna be living by our sight and not by our faith Amen. Yeah. Actually, uh, going like kind of going off of what you're saying, um, it's so important for us to live. Like you said, Mm -hmm. we have to be living by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. But another thing that that I think marks um, a person who is an unbelieving believer is that not only are they led by emotion, but they're led by their situation. Mm. So so like going back to Jenny's example of of Peter, you know he was walking on water when he yeah. had his eyes on jesus but as soon as he took in the situation that was around him as soon as he took took in the winds as soon as he took in the waves as soon as he took in you know the 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 storm that was going on around him mm-hmm. that's when he started to fail that's when his doubt started to 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 win mm-hmm. so what does that tell me that that an unbelieving believer when the when the storm comes when the difficult moment comes then their faith starts to dwindle and then that's when they start to start to fail and and like oh my gosh like i didn't realize that i was an unbelieving believer yeah you oh you were because you weren't growing your faith and you Mm -hmm. were only believing in god when when things were convenient for you Mm -hmm. and the true mark of a christian your your faith will stand firm regardless of the situation um one of the greatest examples of this is um in the book of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm-hmm. Um, so these three guys, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, were um, told that they had to, to bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. And King Nebuchadnezzar said, uh, made a decree basically saying, if you don't bow down to me, you guys are going to die. Long story short, n- uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego don't bow down. Mm-hmm. And so they're caught and they are going to be put to death in a giant fiery furnace. And... Uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar comes up to them and says, okay, I'm going to give you one more chance to bow down to me and I won't kill you. And what I, what's so astounding to me is, um, uh, Jenny, I believe you have the verse, right? Um, the, they, they reply to him and they say, uh, you know, God can save us, but even if he doesn't, we still won't bow down to you because he's God. Yeah, it says, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And what I found so astounding about this is like literally, like that is the mark of a true Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, when you believe in God, regardless of the situation, regardless of what's going on around you, and you say, you know what, 
even if he doesn't, even if I'm dying in my trial, even if my tribulation looks like it's never going to end, mm-hmm. I still will believe because he is God and I know that he'll pull through or he'll, this is some sort of learning process and I just have to trust. It's like a blind faith that you just trust in him no matter what. But an unbelieving believer, as soon as that trial hits, as soon as that tempest hits, because they have no roots, mm-hmm. they fall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And another great example is um, David. Like when he was going through his own trial, like his life was falling apart. He, like he wasn't a perfect person as we know, but like we can see the heart that he had for God, and God saw it too. And um, and something beautiful, like in one of the Psalms he wrote, was, "Oh, um, like soul of mine, like praise the Lord." Like because he knew in his soul, he, all his emotions didn't want to do it because it was so like upset it was sad it was angry but it's like no it's not about how i feel right now it's about what god wants for me what do i have to offer to god right now it's is my uh, appreciation that he didn't like like zap me out of this earth for making a mistake you know like and sometimes we just think like oh i did something bad i have a consequence and now it's like my life is over but it's like no like even even if we create our situations, like God is like giving us another chance to like, like yes. Like so honestly, I wanted to bring up as well. Yeah, I've been dying to speak right now. Just, like, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so like, was it like, the whole? What I wanted to bring up as well is just the fact that like, was it like we all know the story of Job, right? He was one of the main people who actually like knew how to prevail um, through any situation, oh, yeah. right? So I wanted to take into account um, his children, right? Yes. So like, was it his children? They didn't prevail as well. Like, was it like they just sat there and just like watched everything happen while all the riches and like um, everything came to them, obviously not riches, but they were really comfortable where they were at. Job was the only one who kept pursuing and like trying to look like what level can I um, be able to level up within him and stuff like that in order order to get closer to God. Let me try and figure out what God wants for me and my family. Mm -hmm. But what I want to bring up as well is the fact that their children, his children did not do that. As you can see right here in Job 1.5, And the days of the feast had run their course. Job would sin and consecrate them, his children. And he would rise early in the morning and burnt offerings according to the number of them all. Which is his children again. For Job said, it may, not be my chil- it, may, for it may be my children that have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. The, thus Job did this continually. What I wanted to bring up as well is like, yeah, we may be like another, another like, um, how do you say this? Like a little... Um, like carried seed, like was it like you you fill up space points like was mm-hmm. in our church right well like we do this often in ourselves mm-hmm. sometimes we're not even aware of it mm-hmm. or sometimes we may be aware of it aware of it but i just wanted to bring up is that what was it like not only that like was it when we feel like this and we don't prevail ourselves that there's other leaders like people who are more spiritually qualified in order to like try and like lift us up just like no like get out of there and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i want you to keep persevering i want you to keep getting closer to god mm-hmm. but i just want to mention that to those who ever feel like this like was it like always look to those who are more spiritually qualified in order to be able mm. to be lifted out of these little places yes yeah. yeah i think it's really important actually you bring up a really good point because i think a, a lot of what what happens is you know, as Christians, we ha- we go through, the- it's like a race, right? Mm-hmm. We go through like this marathon where, you know, at the beginning of the race, you know, you're really strong, you have mm-hmm. a lot of energy, and you're going really great, and then afterward you get tired. So you kind of like slow down, you start getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we do the same thing. 
you know, we ha- we go through these moments where like we're powering through, we're like, oh my gosh, hallelujah, I'm getting so much re- revelation. And then through uh, through these other moments where we kind of like slow down, get comfortable, like and start getting used to like a routine. Mm-hmm. But you know, our faith is not a routine. It's not mm-hmm. a tradition. It's not like it, it should not feel like mm-hmm. oh, like another thing to check off the list, right? Because once we get comfortable, once we start feeling that way, then we become uh, what is the how do you say estancados in English? Like um, like stuck. Like stuck. Yeah. Yeah. We start getting stuck, and we when we get stuck in our comfortability, we stop growing. Mm-hmm. Our faith starts to die. We we start to like just you know just be in a place and not progress mm-hmm. and when when that happens you know the bible says um the bible the bible talks about like for example i, I think of uh we start produce we stop producing fruit mm-hmm. right and this reminds me of that 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 fig tree when jesus went to go walk was walking with the disciples and he saw that fig tree and he said and he goes to look for fruit and there's no fruit and he and the disciples are like oh you know what maybe when we come back there will be fruit Jesus comes back and there's still no fruit. That 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 fig tree had roots. Mm-hmm. That fig tree was, you know, I mean, I don't know where it was planted, but imagine it was planted by the water and it was being fed the water, but it wasn't producing fruit. Why? Because it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because it it didn't, you know, it it just felt fine. And what happened to it? Jesus spoke to it and it withered and died. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's so important that that you don't get we don't get comfortable because then we become these unbelieving believers our faith you know we just like i said we speak the word and we know the word mm-hmm. but it really has no life in us mm-hmm. yeah i also have a verse right here it says in hebrews 6 11 to 12 it says we want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end so that we hope that you maybe you that you realize that we don't want you to become lazy but those who imitate those through faith and patience will inherit what that is promised right so each and every one of us like was it has a promise that we have to fulfill spreading god's word right what was it whether it may be spreading it to the kids or spreading it through um preachings or being an apostle or whatever it may be mm-hmm. what i just wanted to bring up is, is that whenever you feel like empty and like super like clogged in and like just like sluggish and like mm-hmm. not worthy just know that was it every single time when you more you work within like trying to like persevere into the lord that the more you do it the closer you are in order to be able to fulfill this promise what we have for the lord yeah i feel like it's just learning how to pick yourself back up again because Mm -hmm. like there has to be a reason why you're unbelieving at some point Mm -hmm. because like you say like the first like few years or the first year of you being a christian you're like yeah i'm gonna read my bible i'm praying i'm doing devotionals i'm doing this and that and then it's because it's like you feel an emotion and you feel like like something within you but then like then it starts withering away that emotion you become like somewhat like tired and you're like and sometimes we have to learn that sometimes in our relationship with god like there there's a plateau because Mm. god wants to see okay like you've been feeling me and all this stuff like honeymoon period and stuff but like (laughs) let's see when you're we're going through tough times together are you still gonna praise me are you still gonna speak to me and then sometimes we're like oh like i haven't been feeling like the holy spirit or i haven't been feeling god or i don't want to read my bible i don't want and then it's like it's like oh okay like do i I, yeah i'm a christian i'm gonna just keep going because it's already i'm used to going to church Mm and but it's like no like come on like push yourself through through, yeah (laughs) 
Um, I think I think Thomas was was kind of too comfortable where he was at, or he was kind of just used to his regular routine with Jesus, mm-hmm. because when. Um, it, this is in John twenty twenty five. It says, So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and the place my finger and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were in, were inside again, and Thomas was with them, although the doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So I think that Thomas, um, Thomas was so used to seeing Jesus. Like as you were saying, we're so comfortable. We're so um, used to this regular routine that we're we're being in that when something new comes along or when something like big comes for us, we're suddenly like, like our faith is like not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And and that's exactly what happened to, to Thomas here. I feel, I find it when I first I've barely found out about this story like um like probably a month ago I did not know that Thomas said like I won't believe until I see until I put my yeah I was wounds. so like oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh but but like you can just see that that all he needed was that faith in in Christ because all what he was believing in was the things he could see and but as we can read here Jesus says blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed yeah and that literally goes back to what you were saying Diane right yeah. so it's so important you know like honestly i just think it's crazy thinking about the fact that that Thomas literally was with Jesus throughout his know. entire ministry throughout his entire ministry and still as a disciple who had first hand like knowledge and saw yeah. all the amazing miracles that Jesus did you know people walking on water people being healed people being resurrected from death yeah. like all these amazing miracles and he still couldn't believe that Jesus could resurrect Jesus resurrected Lazarus and he was there when it happened and he couldn't believe that Jesus could resurrect himself like that just astounds me and and it kind of makes me sad because it, it tell it shows me that despite all the wonderful things that we see in in God, you know, all the wonderful things that we see in our in our walk with Christ, it's still so easy for us to forget the great things that God has done with us mm-hmm. when we're in the valley, you know. Um, it, literally, like you were saying, it, it, there's moments where we're like where God like kind of just backs off and like lets us see see if we're gonna persevere, yeah, you know, and. And in this in this instance, you know, Jesus had to go and 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 get the chains of, of death for, to liberate us, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes back, and everything that he's done up to this point to show Thomas who he is is mm-hmm. just he just erased it all, yeah. all that work. And um, there's this verse in the Bible that says uh, that trials produce perseverance, and perseverance produces character. Uh, something like that i if you guys one of you guys can find it um it it, it says it says that and wh- why is that so important because when we are tried when we um stand firm despite whatever the situation is mm-hmm. we gain character and not it, it doesn't even have to be like 
it's not our character, but it's the character of Christ. Yes. Why? Because we start to die ourselves, and the Christ and the character of Christ starts to become in us. We be we become like Him, right? Yes. And and it, it's it's sad to me that that I think about it, and I think like, wow, we're so fickle yeah. <laughs> as humans. We're like so easily like we just forget everything. Yeah. When things don't go our way. Yeah. And the complete opposite of Thomas, imagine he like saw everything. This is why he don't have a bug. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like um, but like he saw everything. Like and he didn't believe. But like imagine someone like who thought was a believer, like Paul, like that he thought he was doing God's work by like destroying all the Christians. But then like when he had his encounter with Jesus, like he was like he did a complete one eighty, and it's like he didn't have to see Jesus to believe that he was the disciple like and that's how we are living now that we don't see what jesus did because unfortunately we came like two thousand years later but like we're living the same way paul was living like we didn't see miracles we didn't see this or that but like he still had that great faith and um like he had a lot of followers and he had disciples too like stephen who like who he was being stoned and he still believed like no like i'm still doing the will of god whether i'm gonna die here like being stoned and or if i survive i'm gonna still keep going like and that's how a believer has to move through this world like i know it sucks it's easier to get dragged into like trends it's easy to get dragged in by like social social media like your friends that aren't christian but like we have to see that it's like it's not only um like seeing everything it's like no you live by faith and not by sight Mm -hmm. like and that's what a true believer does even though like i'm not saying we don't sin we're not i'm gonna say like we're gonna live a perfect life but like no but we should know that regardless of our mistakes god still calls us and that he still wants us to serve him Mm -hmm. and he still wants us to like push through those barriers so Honestly, I, I think we're gonna start wrapping it up soon. But um, just to reiterate, you know, it's it's so beautiful, like what you're saying. Paul literally had no experience. And actually, before we we close it out, but I wanted to give one more example. Yeah. Um, I, I think these this is really interesting because the Pharisees and the Sadducees, right? Mm-hmm. They were men who were extremely learned of the Bible. Mm-hmm. They knew every single verse front and back and yet they still couldn't recognize the messiah Mm -hmm. you know so what does that tell me if we despite the fact that we could know the bible backwards forwards up down we could know it in 10 different languages Mm -hmm. but if we have no faith if we don't if we don't stand firm in christ then all of that is for nothing because they couldn't even stand firm in their their own belief they couldn't even they couldn't even recognize the completion of the prophecies that were right in front of them mm-hmm. you know so what am i seeing uh, like a, a a general consensus of what we've talked about is that the marks of a true christian are somebody is somebody who believes without seeing that they can they can continue to believe despite the fact that everything around them is going wrong they stand firm without having to you know be like physically told okay you know you ha- you have to do this like given a checklist they believe in god even when things are going wrong mm-hmm. they aren't driven by emotion mm-hmm. you know we're 
in this world, you know, a lot of <laughs> we're literally living in a society where everything is let's 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 please me right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. And that's not how God is. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to go through times where we're happy, ha- times when we're sad. And we just have to recognize that that's that's a true mark of a Christian is that we're not led oh, I'm only going to follow God if I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Because that's not how the walk in the faith is. It says, take up your cross and walk with me. Mm-hmm. If the if it was an easy walk, why would we why would we have to take up a cross? Exactly. Right? And the, the next thing is that um, we the, the, we know that God is God and can stand in the tempest mm-hmm. because when we when we can stand in the tempest when everything is going wrong then we know that we are believing believers right? <laughs> yeah. we know we are true Christians why yes. because we stand firm despite everything that's going on in our situation and I think it's really it's really really important for each of us to really take that in and and look at ourselves and and really, um, what's it called? Evaluate. Where are you in your walk with Christ? Are you just taking up another seat in the in the temple? Are you just like going through the motions to to complete what whatever it is that you think in your head that God wants from you? Where are you? Are you, are you going to be like like uh, Peter who who doubts the moment that he sees the the storm? Are you going to be like Thomas, the one who doesn't believe because it's not right in front of him? Who are you going to be? What kind of Christian are you going to be? Are you going to be the kind of Christian who just says you're Christian by name, but your your actions show something different? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's time for us to make a decision. Like, I, I was... We can't live in limbo forever. Yes. There's going to be a, a day and a moment where you're going to have to stand up for what you really believe. And in that moment, your true colors are going to show. Are you going to be somebody who stands firm in your faith? Or are you gonna be just another person who falls like that, like that, uh, like that fig tree? Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have anything else to add before we close out? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're gonna close it out for today. I want to thank you guys all for listening. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, you guys can always, uh, you know, contact us on Redeemed LA Instagram. All right. Uh, have a great day. God bless everyone. Bye.